Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. We are doing our Aquaman movie review. Spoilers all over the place. There's thing. fish. He talks to fish. Man had... What are you doing? The huevos. He's messing around with our new setup. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to camera to a different angle. I'm doing YouTube so, magic over here. Uh, Vanna White type. Uh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like uh, a, are you talking about this thing that's right here? Yeah, yeah. It's right here. A uh, l- little back. I got uh, 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 right there? Yes, perfect. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's right. It's like it's right here. It's like right in front of our faces. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> the uh, we're doing our Aquaman review here, messing around with our camera angle. So for those of you who are joining us on the uh, the tubes of you, uh, uh, there you go. You're, you're doing it right. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Otherwise, oh, man. you're wasting you're wasting producer Dan's incredible graphics package. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we need to find something else to do with that. It looks. I mean, I use it for screenshots and post and promotion stuff. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, uh, so we're reviewing Aquaman. Obviously, all of the spoilers. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar, we're going to walk you through real quick how we break this thing down. That was the that was the thing for you to flip to the next slide. Breaking it down. There we go. We're, I mean, like like we said earlier, 195, 195 episodes, mm-hmm. well-oiled machine. Well-oiled <laughs> machine. Like seamless, really, I think is the way they usually describe it. Uh, so we're going to break this thing down into five categories, ranking it one to ten. We're going to have to agree on them. We are, by the way, minus Liz. Uh, she was caught up in a reindeer-related incident uh, over the weekend. Mm. So uh, no word on exactly how that's going to go down. Her poor grandma. It's, it's, but don't, luckily for us, uh, uh, what's his name? What's the attorney who literally has a sign up that says, was your grandmother went over by a reindeer? John Morgan. Morgan. John Morgan. There you go. Took a break from the... Anyway, so uh, we just, you know, we wish her grandparent, her, her grandmother the best of recovery and, you know, fuck you, Comet. Uh, anyway, so this is the way we review those. So we're going to break this thing down in five possible categories here. Uh, we're going to talk about originality, which is going to talk about, did the movie do something different or is it the same as it's always been? Did we yeah. see anything new and different? Uh, we're going to talk about story. This is going to have to do with plot development. This is going to have to do with uh, overall pacing, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. We're going to talk about characters. Uh, are we talking about characters that have are well-developed and fully formed or are we dealing with lazy tropes? Uh, the technical piece, which will get into cinematography, uh, CGI, uh, all of your day one score, score all of that yep. stuff. And then the overall enjoyment. Did we literally, did we just enjoy the movie? So, uh, movie's going to be ranked a total. Again, we'll each give our scores. We then have to agree on one score between us. And then the overall, we'll give it a ranking anywhere between, uh, what is that, 5 and 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think this one's going to be 50. But, uh, Elijah, will you show us the scores as they currently stand? So, um, current scores as they stand are. There we go. So, we've got our, our list up there of uh, what we got. So, currently, Avengers Infinity War sits at the top of the pack. Uh, Star Wars Episodes uh, 8, Wonder Woman Solo, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther. That really bugs me now. Solo was not better than Thor Ragnarok or Black Panther. Definitely better, I think, on par with Ant Man and the Wasp and Guard- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it's a pretty good. I mean, every, anything that ends up over a 25. You know, it was a good movie, a movie that we oh, enjoyed, yeah. movie that we'd say, yeah, absolutely, go see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's our big, what's our big drop off? Dark Tower, mm-hmm. Dark well, Tower, Justice League, The Mummy, and Ghost in the Shell are our bottom movies. So, uh, f- Crimes of Grindelwald coming in right under the right at the right at the cutoff there between the last, the lowest ranking movie we put in. So, um, although it's still a pretty steep drop between mm-hmm. between oh, yeah. crimes and crimes of Grindelwald and Dark Tower, so that's going to be how this piece is going to go. So, uh, any any guys have any initial impressions before we get started? Anything worth mentioning before we kind of break this down? This was really good for a DC movie. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, uh, good for summary. DCEU movie, yes. I should say. Yeah. DC's done some really high quality work <laughs> in the past. Right. Uh, but their more, more recent run has been a little rough. A little problematic at points. Put out some stinkers. This is definitely a highlight, I'd say. Yeah. Um, it's not... It's not, not Wonder the Woman. greatest thing I've ever seen, but it's, it's pretty not, good. Let's it's be clear. Good. This was not Wonder Woman. Uh, no. Wonder Woman was, 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 was categorically better, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I think it definitely, it definitely beats the shit out of any other DC property to come out recently. For sure. I mean, there's, it definitely goes... There's not even much of a debate here. It goes Wonder Woman... Aquaman, mm-hmm. and then who cares? Um, like, <laughs> right. There's like a, what is a three or four way tie for last place. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, let's, are you guys ready to break it down? Any, anything else, Elijah? Before no, no. We, let's break it down. I think. I mean, I think he did. I think he put it together pretty succinctly there. All right. So, let's talk about originality. So, this is again, we're talking about: Are we seeing something different? Is it the same old, same old? Did they do something here as far as story, theme, characters, whatever else that jumped out to you as something different? So, Elijah, why don't you start us off? For originality? Uh-huh. Six. Six? Where'd you land? I'm giving it a generous seven. I'm coming in as a six as well. So okay. you get the high score, Dan, so why don't you tell us what you thought? Um, well, you know, seven, uh, you know, is definitely not our highest rank by any means. Uh, usually we hit about an eight on originality. Um, we ding things because they're based on comic books a little bit. Um, but even within the comic book genre, mm-hmm. this followed the lines of a few Marvel movies. Very much so. Uh, but with water. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I, I just, there were elements that we haven't seen. And the underwater work was amazing. Phenomenal. I mean, they they really did a great job. And, and surrounding Arthur with a really strong cast. Yeah. yeah. Reminded me of Black Panther in a way of because Chadwick Boseman he his character isn't the most electrifying person on screen at any given time, but the people around him are so entertaining to watch that he's just the vehicle, you know, that moves through this group. Right. You know, and that's how this felt. Uh this supporting cast was incredible. Dolph Lundgren? Are you kidding me? I'm he, so confused. This was his best performance I think yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, he didn't have to do a lot, but man, he was but solid. But what he did, he did really, yeah. really well. I honestly had no idea Dolph Lundgren was in the movie. I had no idea that was yeah. Dolph Lundgren. I had, it was until afterwards I was IMDb. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, okay. So that was, so what about you? What, so what you? I dinged it big time. <sighs> Having like... Honestly, Black Panther, having been one of the last Marvel movies to come out since this, mm-hmm. it's very Black Panther-esque to me. Like, yeah. hid, hidden classic high-tech hidden society. Mm-hmm. You got a bad guy that wants to take that and use that power to sort of control the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, And then you got your hero trying to, of course, stop him. And it's like sort of the hero on this one's outcast, so it's sort of a reverse role there, like we were talking about. But... There's nothing, there's so little original about this, so I had to ding it a lot on a lot of that stuff. Now, being Aquaman, and now they brought Aquaman to screen, the underwater work they did, there's a lot of originality there 
especially with the scene playing stuff. But overarching story, I just I had to ding it. And I think I, I think that's about where I hit. So I think we're all pretty pretty well aligned on this one. Yeah, like um, I said, I was giving it a generous seven. Right. So and I did. There was there was so much, and I don't want it to sound like I'm like I'm dogging this movie. I actually enjoyed it uh, overall quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, for originality, you're you're not showing me anything new. I mean, the Aquaman character had already been introduced, and while this is, I actually I will say this, and I don't want to get too far into characters. I have actually really enjoyed Jason Momoa's take on Arthur Curry, and I, I've enjoyed um, the the kind of the moves that James Wan is that his name, the director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. James Wan. I liked what James Wan did to take kind of further that character. Um, but you're right. I mean, we've and and this isn't really, to be fair, entirely Aquaman's fault. Uh, this kind of, or this is an origin story. So it's going to look the same as it did for Thor and the same as it did. I think you can draw real easy comparisons to Thor, to black, uh, to black Panther, to, uh, to lion King for God's sakes, as Emily was, you know, we, but you we, know, it did bring in a lot more comedy in this than, than those movies did. Well, then the Marvel side. Yeah. As far as, uh, uh, black Panther, not a lot of yucks in that one. It's kind of, well, not a lot of yucks from him. Right. Yeah, correct. But of the movie, you know, like he was the straight man. Yeah, when right. the car disappears and they're sliding across the ground and, and things. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot of moments. comedic moments. Yeah. So, so I mean, I feel like Marvel this. Marvel paved that path many movies ago. Oh like, yeah. Of bringing that comedy aspect into the superhero genre. And so there's this term here. We talked yeah. about it on For Geek's Sake on a regular podcast a couple times. Bathos, with is <laughs> where you undercut a serious moment with comedy. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's something that Marvel Marvel movies get accused of, and I think it's a fair it's a fair critique. Do you guys think that Aquaman suffered from bathos as well? It, Did we undercut serious moments with a joke? I think they they more undercut serious moments with an explosion. Agreed. Uh, so yeah, because so what's the Michael Bay equivalent of bathos? Yeah. Can we call this bathos? <laughs> bathos. New term. Coined it. Done. Boom. Bathos. 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 Uh, yeah, where we undercut a serious moment with an unnecessary explosion. Absolutely. Yeah. Which it I was like I every I time that you were like, oh, we're getting some character development. Yeah. Oh, there is a big explosion. You're right. Blue energy. No, no that's ex- <laughs> you're right. That's exactly how that happened. I did not realize it, but like, oh, they're going to kiss. Oh, this is going to happen. That's going to happen. Explosion. Of the- how many times did like Aquaman and somebody else get blown apart <laughs> when they were in conversation? Yeah. Like you're right. blunt force trauma is just, just <laughs> is right throughout fantastic. this entire movie. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, all right. So I think, can we, can you, you, you comfortable calling it a six? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do six. Okay. So fine. Call it a six. And I actually anticipate that to be one of the lower scores we give this movie kind of the way around. Sure. Okay. What do we got next? Uh, story. So, um, Mm, Dan, you can you can start us off. I'm going with the six here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I actually, I'm at a, I'm at a generous seven, but I I'm, I have a feeling I'll slide down to a six. I'm at an eight. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, make your case there, killer. Okay, tell us about the story, <laughs> please. Well, right, like it's it's not original necessarily, but it's such a good take on Aquaman, right? Like like coming from the. Coming from the comics okay. and everything else we serve from Aquaman, like it's like he's kind of a bad boy, he's kind of a rebel. Like I like the story, and honestly, between um, Aquaman's mother and father and that sub story, like it, it the sub stories do it more to me than the actual story. Like Aquaman's father in and mother, general, or in, in Aquaman gen- specifically, in Aquaman specifically. Okay. I mean, this is uh, for D- for DC movies because this. Oh, I got it. Because uh, this is also the case for Suicide Squad for me. 
right? Like the Joker, Harley Quinn, and those sub stories were far better than the actual movie to me. Well, okay. But that wasn't an accomplishment. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one's not that extreme, but it, it did add so much to the movie. Like, like his mother and father and that love story. Mm-hmm. You know, and how like he's you get that payoff at the end. He's walking to the dock every sunrise, and they just give you just enough hints across the whole movie that like he's still doing like like brought a tear to my eye. Like I'll be honest, you know his just sort of the the way they brought his brother into it, and then uh, what's his face, um, uh, uh, Volko Willem Dafoe's character, yeah, like being the vizier and just how like I just I for for DC like I really loved how everything played out and how they brought the story not it wasn't original we already dinged it for that but how they wrapped up all the story and brought it together I, I loved it and the only reason I'm not giving it like a nine is honestly well it's because of some of the originality but also the uh, him and uh, Princess Mera like I didn't like the dynamic that they put in that story so like for a second on it for a second I thought wait maybe they won't fall in love maybe someone will make yeah, a story it felt a bit yeah, rush. Maybe or, or some forced. May, maybe they'll make a story, honestly, where there's a guy and a girl and a hero and in a stressful situation, and they do something together, and are successful and don't have to fall in love. That doesn't have to be part of the story. Cause you right. already got the mom and the dad doing that part of it, mm-hmm. but they. They, they sort of ham, well, I they mean, ham-fisted in three, three quarters of the way through, like, okay. You've got to get there eventually. Yeah. You know, the, the Arthur and Mur- uh, Mira, that, that has to happen yeah. at some point. But it, it could have been towards the end of this movie or that no, there's even that, that hint, or it could have been in the next movie. The next movie. You know? I, I would have loved to, to have, just because this never happens. You don't, get, slow burn, yeah. you don't get a movie with a slow burn. Like, right. they fall in love, if not in the first act, by the second act. And this one is easily second act. They fell in love, of course. Yeah. Even though they start out first act, like, really, uh, you know, bouncing off of each other. Mm-hmm. So, I got to be honest with you. I think. I think I'm sitting a whole lot more solid. I was at a seven trending six, and now I think I'm sitting at a pretty solid seven. You make you make a lot of really good points, and I think I was dinging it a bit. I was still thinking about the originality, but I I there was there were some there were some moments where I think the pacing was was there was some problems with the pacing. I think you know oh, all, all oh, the way through a little Star Wars esque, uh, and, the and there were definitely sure. and there were definitely some issues with the. Um, there was a couple times where the plot kind of took a little bit of a weird turn, but yeah. but there were also a lot of moments that were that were interesting and genuine, uh, and there was uh, there was a very natural. I mean, Jason Momoa has a natural charisma that is. I mean, it's similar. I mean, I've, I've had I've had my, my my mom loves to compare him to The Rock. And she says he's the new rock. And I'm like, I don't think the rock is going anywhere yet, mom. But, you know, still like. Here's the thing, though. He, the rock has a little bit more range, I feel like. Well, than give, Momoa. But give Momoa a little bit of time. Yeah. I mean, let's Momoa was for, on Baywatch. Okay, he's but, been in this for. Yeah, no, no, no. But, but he, being but he on hasn't Baywatch, been in decades. But he hasn't been the star, right? Like this. This is his blockbuster. Right. This and is. Thing, well, it's the thing, too. Is like, I mean, let's look at the first several years worth of The Rock's acting career. Right. Uh, I'm going to look at The Tooth Fairy. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, what was his big his big move was uh, Get Shorty, uh, where he dressed up in a tiny baby blue cowboy outfit. Like, that was like... So I, I think Momoa's... I mean, give him some time. I think he'll continue to develop a little bit more as an actor. But he has a, a, a an effortless charm 
that I think kind of really carries through. And I do think that you did. You had, while, again, if we're, if we're going to move away and accept that the originality is part of the issue there, mm-hmm. there was a lot to really like about the way the story played out. Yep. And, that, and I, there were, when, while, yes, it would have been great if they did not put Mira and Aquaman together at the end, um, they also avoided a couple of the really classic shit. Like, because what they should have done and what, what conventional Hollywood logic would have said they did is they would have made you think that Queen Atlanta died. And then you find out she's alive when she walks down the dock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they did not do that to us. They made it pretty clear that Queen Atlanta was alive from like five minutes. Like the second she left, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah she's alive. Yeah, yeah, she's I, alive. I, I, I don't know where she is. She's alive. I thought she was dead. Really? Yeah. They talked about it too many times. They did. But, but re- and reinforcing like his motivations. Now, now I, I, think of this, right? When I was watching it, one of the things that... I loved, I lost it. Go ahead. All right, Dan, so why is it a six for you? (laughs) (laughs) So it's a six for me. Uh, I didn't, there was a lot of dialogue that I felt was really clunky. You know, like uh, the whole setup of uh, Black Manta, where he's doing his first pirate raid that we see. And (laughs) And, and his dad stops. In the middle of the raid. In the middle of a raid. Yeah to have this emotional moment with his son and hand down this family heirloom and explain it in detail (laughs) in the middle, just before he is brutally killed. Yeah. Like it was just a bit too convenient. Like there was a lot of dialogue throughout this entire movie that felt really clunky and really, it felt like honestly uh, a lot of Aquaman's scenes, it felt like they were writing around him and not writing for him. Oh, no, I think, you know, no, 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 and that's, that's absolutely Like a, a Schwarzenegger syndrome, you know? No, DC syndrome. I mean, Batman versus Superman, like Suicide Squad. Come on, dialogue has not yeah. been a strong point well, for that. But, no, but to his point, when you compare it to like an 80s action flick where you know like Schwarzenegger can't oh, act, yeah. Stallone can't act, um, right. as, with the notable exception of Rocky, the first Rocky movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they just kind of, they try to give you a supporting cast that can carry the rest of it, and you're supposed to stand there with your shirt off. And get by with grunting and, and throwing out a catchphrase or two. My man. All right, I remember now. One of the, this, and I absolutely loved this in the movie, one of the best uses of flashbacks to tell your origin story. When they were just uh, the cinematography, everything they did with it to tell that story with him. It starts with him and uh, Princess Mary jumping off of the cliff. And as they hit the water, like it flashbacks to him jumping the first time. And then as he's fighting, that's true, he's fighting with Volko on the beach. And then it's sort of like he's flashing back between like where he's at and what he's doing. Like I thought that part of the story and the way they told it, the backstory, other than like the very beginning, which is kind of like just feeding it to you. Uh, right. Like the, the rest of the movie, they did a, like, I thought an amazing job of bringing that backstory. in. you know what? That is true. I did. Those were, those were flashbacks that did not overly distract. Yeah. Willem Dafoe did a lot of, uh, exposition weightlifting here. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they still didn't give you enough. Your eyes adjust to the water. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 But it was, but it was, I mean, you're right. It is a hell of a lot better than, than the way they did. And the way that they, they paced that and put that within the story yeah. was definitely not nearly as clunky as flashbacks often are. Okay. Um, it's not an eight. No. No. So um, I'm still comfortable at a seven. I go down to a seven. I'm, I'm com- that's fine. Okay. Are you, are you comfortable coming up to a seven? Yeah. Okay. Let's call it a seven then. All right. All right. Fantastic. Fantastic. Up next, we got the characters next, right? We got yep. characters. All right. So characters here. Uh, I'll start off here. I was actually pretty happy with a lot of the characters. There's... 
Uh, I'm sorry. Numbers first. My mistake. I'm going eight for characters. Where are you at? Six. Ooh. Okay. Ooh, I went eight. You went eight as yeah. well. Oh, man. We're going to be dragging Dan around all over this. <laughs> oh, it might be. All right. So I'll start off here. Um, so there were some really, really strong, I think, character moments. Uh, 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 wait, I'm going to say his name here. Black Manta, as played by <sighs> Yaya. Yaya, there we go. Yaya, Abdul Mateen, Mateen, trying really hard here, uh, was Black Manta. I thought, I thought he he did a good job with not a whole lot to work with, mm-hmm. but I thought he did a he did a really good job. I thought he was an interesting character. Black Manta is a tough character to bring to the big screen, mm-hmm. and I think the props department did a great job, killed it, of bringing Black Manta to life. That's exactly what he looks like mm-hmm. in the comic books. Yep. And when we heard that he was going to be in the movie, we were like. Really? With the helmet and the big head thing? Right, yeah. I'm like, totally. That's going to look weird. And it, it looked fantastic. And, and we, it looked fantastic, and they and they spoke. But that, that's getting into the technical, which is I, where I think this movie's going to uh, be. But a lot of this, it, it, it crosses over. You know, you can't you can't pull off that character without that technical. But absolutely. But they did a lot with this character yeah. in the 10 minutes of screen time in an hour and 40 movement. Absolutely. <laughs> an hour and 40 yeah. minutes that they had. Absolutely. I think he did a phenomenal job. I think uh, Amber Heard as Princess Mira loved her. I thought she did a strong job. I like Jason Momoa's Arthur Curry. Uh, uh, Dol- I mean, Dolph Lundgren was obviously confusingly but, so strong as his, yeah. as as King uh, I mean, there really wasn't the weakest character. I think on screen was Patrick Wilson as King Orm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and that's just because you don't get you don't get anything for his character. Like he, no, he, he's he, just twirling his mustache the whole yeah, time. He's, yeah, 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 exactly. He's just, yeah, and so he's yeah he's done everything but he's done everything but but scream. Am I not? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, he's, yeah, yeah, generic villain. But there wasn't, uh, but I don't think that's that's Patrick's problem, or that's Patrick's fault. Although I do think that does, that does weaken the character argument. Uh, So that's where I'm at. So where are you on the low end? Um, I was not that impressed with Mira. I liked her abilities. I liked her fighting. I liked all that stuff. But the character-wise and performance-wise, I wasn't thrilled with Amber Heard. No? No. All right. She could have been stronger. She, she, like, if we're talking about acting, or we're talking about the character, character development, like, what piece of it the, wasn't the uh, the acting? Yeah, of of the character, and, and and it could be it could be the writing, it could be the directing, it could be a lot of things that go into that. But right, the, right, right. The final performance of the character, I was not as thrilled with. I felt like her powers made her seem much stronger than her personality did. Okay. All right, I can see that. I can you see know, that. She seemed like her personality was uh, a little damselly at times when she was just as powerful as him. I don't know. I did not see her ever really getting uh, as a damsel. No, because she saves his butt. She, she sort of like kicks ass in her own right. But she right. saves. She yeah. saves. And it's one of the interesting things they did from a character standpoint mm-hmm. here, too. Jason, I'm sorry, Arthur Curry loses yeah. every goddamn fight he's in right up until the end. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Princess Mir is the one who saves him on at least. That's what I'm saying. It, when it comes to action. She's a badass, but but her character seemed weak to me. I'm not sure. When she was acting, not when she was special affecting. I was just distracted the whole time because I thought she was Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what? Dude, it, it. like does that that looks like Black Widow like in a mermaid freaking costume like I I don't know for me I just thought it was they both have red hair actually I kind of see it too yeah like did they just do her makeup to make her look just I don't know 
I was I can, lost I can the whole see. time. <laughs> I was, however, impressed as hell with Nicole Kidman kicking ass. Oh, yeah. Well, she's still Nicole Kidman. Man, she is beautiful. Yeah, I mean, Goodness she's gracious. She's, I mean, Nicole, it's Nicole Kidman, yeah, dude. Yeah. She, they did a great job de-aging her in the mm-hmm. beginning. Yeah. Yep. And then she comes out in the end, and she just kicks ass throughout. Oh, yeah. And and it's a, it's fun seeing uh, her come back from Batman Forever in another <laughs> DC property. <laughs> and Willem Dafoe, I, I was really worried that they were going to do, you know, the twist with him of being a double agent, but... They kind of did, but reverse, you know? Yeah. They made you think that he was going to turn out to be the bad guy, but, you know, he he didn't do that. So I, I liked that. I thought that he was going to be like the Forrest Whitaker character in uh, Black Panther, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean, turn out to have a dark secret well, or something. Willem yeah. Dafoe kills it. He's like great. Best performance in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Like. I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot to do, but he, he does the most with the least. Yeah, he does yeah. the most with the okay, least. Okay, yeah, like, that'll definitely. Well, I mean, outside of uh, Yahya Abdul. Yeah. But, okay. But he just had to act angry. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Aquaman, though. All right. For a minute. Yeah. You know, it's, it's his Aquaman. movie. That's his symbol. Okay. So, yeah. um, was he just an Atlantean? He seemed like he was just an Atlantean, like just a high born Atlantean. What, what did the human half of him bring to the equation at any point. I don't think besides not wanting the people on on land to die, which Mira didn't want or not being smart enough. I guess the only thing they give you from the human side of things is like a sort of an outside of the box type of thinking. Right. You know, where they do not do tons with his, with with his, with his, 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 uh, his human half, you know, like with blade, he's half vampire, half human. And they use that to show that there are strengths from his human side. Yeah. Like the ability to walk outside during daylight. Sure. And there are strengths from his vampire side, like super strength and, you know, all that goes along with it. Right. Um, I felt like there should have been something more than the outsider aspect. Like he could have been just raised by land dwellers yeah. and still been a child of Atlantis. You know, I, I wanted his father's impact to, to have to bring something to the equation well, to help. Alcohol the tolerance. No, 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 especially no, no. Okay. You're, you're right. That's just being from Maine. Oh yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Especially you're right. Considering he obviously takes after his father, like genetically, right? Like there's, there's no resemblance to. <laughs> yeah. Queen Atlanta to other than, other than being beautiful. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that, right. of course, <laughs> but you know, he, he, the skin tone, the hair, like he's got the glowing eyes. He's got all of the abilities, all of the strengths of the Atlanteans. Yeah. None of the weaknesses of a human, mm-hmm. nothing that tells you that he's part land dweller. And I really wish that they had done. That would have been something, a new take that they could have taken on this character that would have been interesting for the screen that we've never really gotten in, in, in other media. Add, an, add another another level of depth to his his challenge and overcoming to to beat his to, to defeat his brother. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that that brings it down to a six though. Well, like they could have even said that to 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 hold the trident because the original king was a king when they were on land before the Lannis fell, and so it had to be somebody who had been raised above water. To wield it, like you could have written in something you're, simple no, no, like you're, that. You're, you're right. right. You're right. No, you're right. Uh, but I still don't know that this brings it down to a six for characters for me. Well, I don't know where you. How are you feeling there, Eli? Well, have you been, are you, you, you coming down? I'm coming because as we, t- I'm coming down because I like the characters. But as mm-hmm. we've talked about it, what I'm realizing is 
and we've said this multiple times, we've gotten no, outside of Aquaman, we get like no backstory or real introduction to anybody. Yeah. Like, we don't know. Like We just know that we, King we Orm doesn't like us because yeah. we pollute. Yeah, like, and we know. Okay, then call Captain Planet. Yeah, David Kane is a, a pirate, but you don't really, he's an angry pirate because his dad died. Like, you don't really get anything else. Right. They're all very superficial. Very superficial. I didn't realize that. You're right. They are awesome characters, but you're right. They're they don't. great performances, but not necessarily great characters. All right. All right. All right. I'll go to six. I'll come down to a six. And now I'm thinking about it. Like all the other like races of uh, like yeah. you get nothing. Like the green people, the green fish people, like you get. They mutated. Yeah, you, you know. And you get three minutes of screen time of them. Like, like right. hi, we'll stab you. Yeah. Move on. Science. Yeah. We like science. Yeah. All right. Six. Six it is. Six with reluctance. Yep. Brought me down two scores. Yep. Yep. Dang. Yep. All right. Up next is technical. Uh, and here, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fight y'all on this one. Yeah. Because uh, this was, there's too many things here that were amazing. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming in at a nine for technical. As am I. Eight. Oh, okay. Turns out we will not be fighting. Why did it suck, Eli? <laughs> 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 no, listen, let me tell you something. Like, the eight because... <laughs> They're stiff, right? There's so much stiffness in the movie just with the characters and their motions and, and how they go through the water. Like every time they sort like, of like just stiff, like they're like, like they're almost robotic when they're like swimming. Cause or, they go into like a missile mode. They don't yeah. swim. And, and oh when, yeah. When they, yeah. when they, when they do, they're like, like it reminded me when Superman's flying and then needs to fly faster. Cause apparently he didn't feel like flying as fast <laughs> so as he, he could. needs to extend his arm a little right. more. Or, or you just see the, the <laughs> boom, like they go super <laughs> exactly. sonic, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Or like Mara running across the roof. Every time they show her like jumping, she's just like, like a Mario, just like she jumps and holds her pose until she lands and it starts moving again, you know. <laughs> but I, t- I, I just, I can attribute that to the difficulty of everything they were doing. Right? Being underwater, yeah. having to perform so much underwater. When he was lifting the submarine yeah. <laughs> at the very beginning without kicking his feet. Not kicking his feet. <laughs> like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> like he, okay, he did kick him like very slowly twice. They're just like kind of moving, but right. he's hauling ass straight up. Like, right. on, kick those feet a little bit just for some effect. Right. But. Th- that's that, that's what I dock it on. But you know what I gave it extra points though. for? Yeah, I gave it extra f- points for no Justice League uh, bubbles every time that they wanted to have a conversation <laughs> under the goddamn water. Yeah, very true. So I so here's there was my my main piece. My main thing is the fight in in Sicily, and yeah, yeah, that I will come to in a second. But I think the the reason this thing got a nine was there were some weak CGI moments. I'm absolutely there were some CGI moments that were rough, uh, but the um, the uh, the way that they moved the direction because yeah. they actually op- when they were underwater they operated in a 3D environment. Yeah. Yeah. You did not see them walk from one room to another underwater. And a lot of movies would have done that. Mm-hmm. They swam up and over and up and around. They operated in a 3D style Especially environment. The, the Ring of Fire? Like the Ring of Fire looked fucking phenomenal. phenomenal. The giant battle with the just I I don't I'm not knocking it for armored sharks versus armored crabs. <laughs> Fuck you. That was awesome. Yeah. No, I paid my money to see exactly. Aquaman ride a giant freaking seahorse. Exactly. I wanted that. I, I mm-hmm. got that. Exactly. And I wanted so I'm not talking about it. and uh-huh. that stuff actually looked pretty damn what? good. Dude. Yeah. I mean th- Patrick Wilson, King Orm on his like crocodile, crocodile thing, thing, whatever it was. That was flawless. Like, oh, everything yeah. they did for him was amazing. It looked, it looked Look, amazing. It boils down to the water scenes were amazing. 
mm-hmm. everything they did in the water, including, I don't know if you noticed this, like when they're just having dialogue and doing things underwater and like preaching or orating or meeting, there was a very slight like yeah. distortion, mm-hmm. like where yep. people's faces would distort just slightly mm-hmm. like you're looking through the water. Yep. Like, and you saw and it, it took me a while to see it, and then I saw it. And I was like, "Wow, holy shit!" Like that is a that's like a that's another level of attention to detail. Mm-hmm. But then you go up on land, and it's like they just didn't bring that same level of detail and skill up onto all the stuff on uh, land. See, you know what I liked was it it wasn't all that super close in camera work on the fights either. Yeah, that no. Been seeing too much of lately, the cameras were out. You could see all of the action. You could tell what was happening. Things physically made sense that they were doing while still being ridiculous. So the and the hair. Sorry, I want to I want to admit yeah, it real yeah, quick. Yeah. Underwater, the hair was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Doll's hair, King. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, just the like, beard. Yes. Just every. But the hair was such an easy thing to get lazy with, mm-hmm. and they never. I never know. I mean, if they did, I never noticed it. Yeah. But um, uh, uh, uh but that fight. So so, but the fight, that fight scene. Here's the thing. If they if if they had this movie to do over again, lose the King Orm plot entirely. Lose the Lion King. Yeah, we only need brother one versus Give us brother. Manta as the main villain. Manta that and that fight scene in Sicily should have been. But then this would have been Black Panther underwater. Would have been Black Panther <laughs> underwater. Exactly. It really would have been. Yeah, maybe. But I wouldn't have cared because if that 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 battle in Sicily should have been the final fight. Yeah, but they they only put. Um, Black Manta in this movie to set him up as the villain for the sequel. Like, it's obvious. Like, they gave him just enough backstory just mm-hmm. to get his armor. He gets his ass kicked and he's off screen, but he's, he's still like, he's still alive. So the, the fight, Vanity Fair occasionally does this series on YouTube called Notes from a Scene. All and right. we've referenced it before in regards to the fight in the casino in Black Panther. Yeah. And the interview with Ryan Coogler, who is the director. And it is, you know, as if you're into the story and the, and the mechanics of, of storytelling and filmmaking and all that stuff, they're great to watch for any movie that you enjoyed or disliked. But, the, uh, but uh, James Wan did one on the fight in Sicily mm-hmm. and walks you through how he did it and why he did it. And as it was, without watching that, that fight in Sicily, I think, I don't know of a superhero battle that I've seen done better. Like, I mean, maybe, I mean, by all means, tell me if you've got one that, that did something as impressive or airport scene. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Civil war airport scene was a fantastic slug fest, but the, the technical and the artistic level that this thing hit was way, way, way bigger. I mean, there was the uh, uh, primarily practical effects with 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 visual effects done when necessary. Sure, but just the scene, just the, just a one moment when Mira's running across the rooftop and one of the soldiers is running through the building mm-hmm. and they jump and they come through, or the scene where and the, the way that they would move from Mira's fight over to Arthur's fight and back. Yeah, there was. I, nothing, nothing well, I have seen in a superhero movie that touches yeah, that level. They do that in Marvel movies, except for the difference in the Marvel movies is they bring those fights together and back apart again, mm-hmm. like where they sort of help each other, like just like with one move and then because they see an opening and they kick back out again. And that running through the buildings, dude, that was taking directly from a... I'm assuming I'm assuming Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. No, no, no. The one with the the guy and the girl, the boy and the girl uh, in space, <laughs> space travel, and he's running through the freaking. Oh, the Val- uh, Valerian, 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 Valerian. It's taken. Dirt. I mean, I, I was like, it, it was taking just clear cut directly from Valerian. 
Really? So I never got to see Valerian, The City of a Thousand Planets. Oh, oh I really, really wanted to. I never got to. He, I'm does, see that he tonight. does that exact. This runs through like. Okay, I'm going to yeah. go home and watch it. I'll go home and watch it. But there was that, and then there was another scene where they're following. I think it's the bad guy. It's around the same time. Yeah. They're following the bad guy as he's running through the interior, mm-hmm. and then the camera comes out the window up and follows Mira. And then I think a little bit later, zooms out and swings over and shows you Arthur hiding behind the bell before it gets blown the fuck up. Like, yeah. that scene blew my goddamn mind. It was so well done. Mm-hmm. And there was so much, and there's, there's even a bit of the character growth that you see through there too, or at least maybe not character growth, but yeah. character, but revealing and, and really moments that really showed it. He hits the ground, he comes up and then in the middle of the fight, he pauses to save some people, Yeah, you know, in a way that still feels natural with the pacing of the show. Like that attention to detail from a directing standpoint, I'm dude blew my goddamn For mind. Sure. But are these elite underwater warriors like stormtroopers? <laughs> Because they can't hit, they do nothing. They don't even get a hit in. They just get their ass kicked the entire. They're supposed to be like elite warriors, and they just get demolished. Well, I mean, they're, number one, they're fighting on land, but they do absolutely. I mean, you watch Mira get blown the fuck up and knocked across the goddamn. Like yeah. they both do. They both get their just. They get ever, their hits in. They, I mean, they absolutely both take. And basically, and to be clear, they're both losing that fight until Mira lands in a wine shop, which, again, you know how I love an interesting use of powers mm-hmm. and using the wine and attacking so, them with. Yeah. Like, there's just, there was, I, that scene alone brought it up a point for me. And not to be, not to be going against you too much, but I'm not impressed by, like, the, the whole action, the bell, the way they moved it with stuff like that anymore because of Daredevil season three. And Daredevil season one. Yeah. Daredevil season three, the hospital scene where they did one, like they did one take. And the hallway thing. And the ho- season one. Absolutely. Like those things, like it's, if TV shows are doing these things, like, and I, I don't know, mm-hmm. I'm not seeing a lot, but if like Daredevil can do something like that, the, the hallway scene's one thing. The hospital scene is the hallway scene taking like 10 levels higher. Yeah. yeah. Like you got to start incorporating that type of skill. Like, cause it's hard. Like that's, all, I mean, I, I can't imagine how many days and effort and planning you have to do to that. Like mm-hmm. you got to bring that in your movies. Yes. Yes. I think there's a big differences between the TV and the, the, the TV, TV and, and film. Yeah. Oh, but dude, do, do, do <laughs> the bell falling. Yeah. And Arthur knocking in and the body building. checking the bell. That, that was yeah. a great scene. That moment. Because any other, he catches the bell. Yeah. He grabs the girl. Mm-hmm. He, but Aquaman, Aqua Bro, if Aqua we want to, <laughs> Aqua Bro doesn't do any of that shit. He just body checks the fucking bell, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. But you're not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. You, I was all, I, all I could think about was that bell for the moment. Uh-huh. But I think you're right. I think that you. The problem here is. Can, I we, think, can we talk about the music? The score was pretty strong. When they go to the Sahara. Yeah. And a cover of Toto's Africa yep. starts playing. Pitbull. Pitbull, yeah, that song is going to annoy me for a while. I uh, didn't hate it. I thought it was actually like... No, 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 it's fine. It's good. No, 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 it's fine. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm saying that. I'm, I'm surprised. into my own yeah, future. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of having to play it a million times. I actually do. I fucking... I'm fucking so over Africa. I actually don't like the song. I don't like the original. I don't really care. <laughs> Weezer remaking it, whatever. We're at Yankovic. I was like, okay, fine, but I'm really kind of over that fucking song. And then the Pitbull remakes come through, and I'm like... <laughs> all right. All right. That's pretty. 
I don't know. Toto's Africa uh-huh. and uh, 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 Country Road by John Denver. For some reason, yeah. YouTube thinks I need to hear these songs. <laughs> no matter what I request, within four songs, I could request Guar. And I swear to you, within four songs, YouTube's going to be like, so John Denver... You want some country road? I yeah. love the I love a Guar reference. <laughs> I, do, I do too. Uh, All right, what are we sitting at? I'm I'm you, not, I'm you, not. You I'm, said nine. I'm yeah, still sitting nine. A nine. I think I'm, I think we're dragging you up, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, technically, a nine puts it on par with Avengers: Infinity War and Star Wars Episode Seven. I mean, I thought CGI was perfect. Technically, it was one. amazing. Audio was great. Score was great. I just. There's a couple pieces. There's some direction issues. And it's it's not a 10. It is not a 10. And I think it's closer to an 8 than a 10. If I'm, you know, if we're going to, if we want to get it. uh, I knew when we first see the Warner Brothers logo. Yeah. That we were in for some good visuals. Mm, mm -hmm. You know, when they take that attention. Yep. I really liked that. And and credit to James Wan, because I do believe he did a phenomenal job. And I think he is. I was shocked, too, because, I mean, the first thing that he really became famous for was saw <laughs> which was still and visually i didn't watch a whole lot of the well, saw movies but visually was still pretty but very different from this in right. every way and he actually did another movie that was terrible what movie did he do that i really disliked but, but there was but there was little things that you got to catch like when you know when uh when Merritt chops that soldier's hand off, like they don't zoom in and aggressively show you like what happens like you see water flying out of it and then if you watch him like his arm goes over here and then it like freezes it's yeah, the water freezes to keep right. more from losing, and like they don't like show that, but you have to see it happen, and it's like wow. And I noticed it too, yeah, like I absolutely because noticed they it. put the attention to detail exactly, and they didn't have to like look what happens when you do this, you right? Know, like, show don't tell, yeah, show yeah. don't tell exactly. And it just yeah, it was oh okay. So I, have I think Furious Seven, The Conjuring Two, Insidious Two, Conjuring Insidious. Didn't he? Did he direct Sucker Punch? No, that was no, that was Snyder. Zack Snyder, yeah. I forget what there was something that came up that I was like, eh. All right, we'll see. Let's let's wrap this up here. All right. Nine. So uh, yeah, I think we're at a nine overall. Yeah, there's a lot of places we're all gave, but yeah, the, the, the effects in this one. And again, for those of you listening, notes on a scene uh, from Vanity Fair. Check it out on YouTube. It's uh, wow. Well, and if you're gonna do like a, a monster like army battle, like the crabs, like the, you mm-hmm. know that CGI was amazing. It was. It was amazing. Yeah, it was the monster. The monsters in the trench. Oh, that cool shot where they're coming down with the flare. Yes, oh. and they're all swarming. Oh, that was fantastic! And then uh, it was then, better than I expected. You know, that's that's generally for sure, for sure. what my thoughts are on a few of these. And then randomly dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. But just going to show you that for half a second and keep going. Yeah. don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Core were those dinosaurs? I know it was literally <laughs> like, were those dinosaurs? Oh nope, don't have time for that anymore. Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, so what's overall enjoyment? I believe oh, is what we got left. Yep. What yep. do you got? How do you enjoy it? <sighs> Seven. Eight. Oh. Nine. Come Seven, on. Seven, eight, nine. The movie okay. was fun. Well, I guess I had the low. Oh, you had the high score, so you yeah. go you, you, you go turn us off. The movie, the movie was fun as hell. Like, a lot of it's based on expectation, right? I had some quasi-low expectations going into I this. I definitely had low expectations yeah, I, going in. Outside of watching the trailer once, I did not keep up with it or pay attention to anything because this is, honestly, it's DC. And <laughs> why disappoint myself, right? So, but going into it, 
I had a blast. Like they, they hooked me right at the beginning with the mom and the dad and the, and the love, the way that, the way they like sort of told the love story with the narration. It's like splash. It was great. <laughs> it was, it was like, no, it wasn't like splash, but it was still it great. It was like splash. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> she even ate the fish. Nope. Nope. Go ahead. Just go ahead. <laughs> she ate the fish. She did eat the fish, which was a weird directorial choice, but I'm kind of down. Yeah. Like, cause that's what she would do. Like, yeah. yeah. All right, so but it was it was it was fun and it was it was fast paced even with you know timing issues in the story it was still fast paced and just just kept me engaged all the way through to the very end and and a lot of times what takes you out of things is when they slow down to do ex- like flashbacks and exposition which it didn't take you out because they like bathosed it bathosed it look at you look at you yeah you yeah no name. I'm really happy with that word and then another problem is uh, so oftentimes they do those huge battles. And, and I look for this now because it happened in Black Panther. It happened aggressively in the World of Warcraft movie. It happens in so many movies. These huge like battles are taking place when the main characters are doing awesome things. But if you look at all the CGI or the characters in the background, they're almost like lazily. <laughs> yeah, like, what do we, like, how do we keep not killing each other but keep action going? <laughs> but this one, like, they just carried through all the fights. And it yeah. Was, I, I, it was all right. I had fun. All right. You're the low man. Why did it suck, Al? <laughs> I had some issues. I had, to, I mean, some of the issues we talked about before, but you know what? You know what? I just thought of, there's a one scene in the movie that just suddenly jumped to my mind. I'm up to an eight. Here's the scene. What's that? Uh, when, when King Orm is meeting with King Nearest mm-hmm. and they're in the meeting with the, with the seven giant statues and the whatever else. Yeah. And the sub shows up and fires the thing. And they, you know, he's, he's not going to go with them. The sub attacks and they go along with it. And that whole thing. I'm like, I'm annoyed because I'm like, there's no, they've shown us King Nearest, who was Dolph Lundgren's character, yeah. to be intelligent and mm-hmm. capable. There's no fucking way he buys that a sub randomly showed up and attacked them. And it was really bothering me. It was really good. And then when, Aunt, when Princess Mira is talking to her dad, is talking to Dolph Lundgren's she character, addresses it. she says, you know, that was what? And she looks at me and she goes, wait, you wanted this. And I'm like, boom! I mean, shit hit me right between the eyes. And I did not, I didn't factor that piece in. That he was making a, you know, a, a, he was making a show for the purposes of the people around him. Yeah, political, he, a political play. Political, he didn't want to look like a bitch. And he had to, but he, he needed an excuse, and he got that excuse. And I'm like, fucking that. Yeah. That I mean, that it got me. It surprised me. And I'm. You, this is the problem when you review movies and you think critically about movies. It kind of ruins it for a while. It actually reminds me when I was way way back in high school. I did I did <laughs> yeah. media I did media AV media stuff. And for a long time, movies kind of sucked for me because I was thinking too much about what it took to set up that shot, what kind of camera, what kind of crane they were using, all this other crap that you think about when you. And and but this I I don't get surprised terribly often. And that moment right there, yeah. Okay, I'll give it an eight. I don't know if I can get up to a nine. Yeah, I can't get up to a nine. What gave? What, what do we have that hit a nine for uh, uh, overall enjoyment? Uh, Infinity War, Star Wars Episode Seven, Wonder Woman. Now, Thor Ragnarok. Now, yeah. Black Panther. No, an eight. A or not even Thor Ragnarok. That was an eight. Thor Ragnarok was an eight. Yep, Solo, Dude, past Solo us, was a nine. Past us is terrible at this. Solo was a nine. You know what? It look. I got overall enjoyment. Like, I got. I got lost. I got lost in uh, in uh, uh, Lando's eyes. Yeah. And yeah. to our defense, we tend to review these things like right after watching them. So it's a, you know, we're I, either like usually really up on I them or really down on them. I literally saw it this afternoon. 
Yeah, well, it's usually me. I'm the one who's like loves everything until another. Yeah. Like I walk out of the theater, think it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. A month later, I'm like, that was garbage. Like I, every Spider-Man movie he's ever seen has been the best Spider-Man movie, <laughs> movie he's true. ever seen. No, 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 no. You watch Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. I guarantee you will agree with me. All right, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that every Spider-Man not, movie is... I, I'm actually, to be clear, not saying that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I come, okay. down, I come down an eight. All right, we'll call it an eight. Because a lot of that was based on expectations, right? Like, it, it just it blew my expectations away. Absolutely. You know? So I was like, yeah, it's... All right. No, it, it was on par, if not slightly below Ragnarok. Slightly below, but yeah, I'll give you very Ragnarok. Yes, that's, like that's, he's got to get his weapon and and go through this whole thing. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's where it's coming in. Ragnarok was a thirty-nine. This is a thirty-six. Um, so it, we're solo. Uh, solo is a forty. Damn it! <laughs> Ready Player One was a thirty-six. That's our only other thirty-six. Okay. Right above it, we've got Guardians Volume Two, and right below it, we have Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> Yeah, the problem. The, the problem. solo on there is the only sort of out of place one. That's, really, yeah, that, yeah. Oops, I might, I might make a posthumous adjustment to that. I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, yeah, because solo, I want to apologize. Like, I want to apologize. I'm not saying solo was fun. I enjoyed solo. Just for okay, let's, let's just because we brought it up a few times. Uh, solo got a seven in originality, an eight in story. No, no, I'm seven in story. Uh, a nine in character. No. Lando. And eight for technical and nine for overall enjoyment. Okay. To a 40. Yeah. Okay. So I think an eight. You, for you, over, you were in love. With, you were in love with Lando. No, I, I and Lando, yeah. Lando covers a multitude yeah, of sense. Exactly. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not apologizing for that. I don't, that doesn't change anything for me at all. We, we also don't have our, our Liz here. That's who, true. If we're going to make an adds, adjustment, adds another um, dimension to everything. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. If she was here, that character would not be a six we'll a because of Jason Momoa. She would not let it be a six. <laughs> no, don't sell her short. Uh, I actually Danielle, on the other hand. No, yo, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, and she'll threaten us with weapons and shit. Yeah, uh, Danielle would have walked in with a gun. I'm surprised she hasn't. Well, I mean, she might. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe having a kid has softened her up somewhat. Uh, but I will tell you, I appreciated that we spent as much time staring at Jason Momoa's half naked body as we did staring at Amber Heard's like skin tight body. Like, they really, yeah. really went out of their way to provide plenty of eye candy, no, regardless no. of what you no, wanted no, to no. stare at. What they went out of the way of is to give you dramatic um, Jason Momoa over-the-shoulder close-ups, uh, where he's just like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I it was hero almost stances. Yeah, it was almost stances. awkward, like, these close-ups of his face just, like, looking the over the shoulder. The last two and a half minutes are yeah. just him standing there. Yep. With his trident. Which, yep. uh, come on, when he, like, at the end, when he does that, like, three stomps with a trident. I was so afraid he was going to go into, like, a haka dance. I was like, dude, you were raised in Maine. Don't do that. Hey, 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 listen, if he's got, dude, he, when he does the haka. Yeah. I, the first time I ever saw Haka done was mm-hmm. I was it was twenty years ago uh, at a summer camp uh, yeah. where we had a guy from New Zealand, skinny little white kid. His claim to fame was riflery, like that's like he just whatever. And so he said, you know, we, we were sharing when the first week of camp, and all the counselors are sharing their stuff, and he, he wants to share with us the Haka. And I'm like, okay. And so he starts it. And if you've never seen a haka done, guys, YouTube this because it's worth watching to watch like actually them actually do it properly. Yeah. But he does the first bit and you stomp your feet and you kind of shout and we all kind of giggle uncomfortably. And by the end of it, I was convinced that this skinny little kid would have whooped my ass. Well, that's, it's, that's the whole point. It is no, terrifying. No, no, no. It's not even about that because you watch these hakas and as like a man, westernized, where you're raised and culturalized to not show emotion. 
and then you watch like the epitome of releasing your emotions yeah. through through as like the haka is like a wave, right? Like it starts with like like this just sorrow and and rhythm, and it builds in aggression, and then it like ends in crying. You know, like it's oh. just you watch that, and it's like I. I want that release. Oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> it is, dude. It is. Um, anyway, uh, but still, there we dude, go. There you have it. Yeah, there you go. So, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll discussions of solo aside. Uh, I'm pretty happy with where it sits overall. Well, we said maybe someday <laughs> we come back and re-review like a quick yes. review. You know, solo may need another. Maybe another several look. of them mm-hmm. need a yeah. re-review. Tweaker the- but listen, I still stand by our episode eight. It's not a popular take. Episode eight got a lot of hate still today. Yeah. Um, but I still stand by that one. Anyway, folks, well, let us know what you think. Did we get it right? Did we get it wrong? Uh, what what scores would you have given? We always love to hear what you guys think, so please share it in the comments. Uh, so that's it. Final scores of 36, you said? 36. 36. Yes. 36. So final scores there are 36. Definitely, I think I think we can all comfortably say this is definitely a movie worth going to see. Enjoy it. The technical effects, are pr- uh, particularly the hard work of James Wan, uh, definitely worth checking out. So that is going to do it for us. Uh, make sure you check out For Geek's Sake on our channel. Make sure regular episodes dropping every Thursday. And uh, that's going to do it. Have a great night, guys.
Hey, folks, so right about now, you're supposed to be listening to the audio of me failing to make Balloon Spider-Man while producer Dan successfully makes Balloon Spider-Man. Turns out, doesn't make for great audio. You should check out the video on YouTube. We've got that set up just by itself. But instead, we're going to share with you a very interesting fact about Octopi. Go for it, Haley. My favorite fact about octopi is that the tentacles, which are actually called arms, have their own senses of memory. So if one arm knows how to, let's say, open a jar and that octopus gets into a fight or somehow loses that arm, that octopus may no longer be able to open a jar because the other arms don't know how to. So now what you need to wonder about, dear friends, is how the hell we decided to put this in there instead. Enjoy the rest of the show. <laughs> 